HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Levo. Simple, potent, at-home herbal infusions at the push of a button. Learn more at levooil.com and feed your enthusiasm. That's L-E-V-O-O-I-L dot com. This week on Meet and 3, we're talking about comfort food as we explore its history, meaning, and different interpretations from around the world. Donburi is just a simple, casual dish, but it's packed with the history. Somebody might have their comfort food be something that they remember eating at their friend's house, but they would never have at their own home. Consuming foods that were eaten then can bring back some of those feelings from, from those times. It's about creating these little breaks and moments during the day where you kind of feel present. Tune in to Meet and 3, HRN's weekly food news roundup, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Mike Schreiber, and welcome to The Shameless Chef, a show that takes us back in time to home kitchens in the 1970s, but still has a lot to teach us today. I developed this show with Michael Davenport in 1977. He was the original host of The Shameless Chef, and he shared his fearless attitudes towards food and encouraged home cooks to have fun and take some risks in the kitchen. I'm excited to keep his legacy alive and share The Shameless Chef with you on Heritage Radio Network. In this episode, I'm sharing Michael's tips on how to impress your guests. One recipe he covers is crepes, something I once found pretty intimidating. I remember the first time Michael suggested a crepe recipe. Now, remember this was 1978 and I didn't speak French, and the idea of a French recipe was scary to me. But like so many of today's cooking shows, we now see how relatively easy it is to try new ideas. When I realized that crepes were basically wafer-thin pancakes, I went crazy. I wanted to find out the perfect thinness of a crepe. Eventually, I discovered that using a hot curved pan dipped upside down into a bowl of batter was ideal. Of course, I experimented with different ingredients for the batter, which got a little squirrely at times, but I loved the idea that I could do it. Eventually, I went overboard with stuff to put into the crepes. Once my daughter, Marietta, said, Dad, Please don't make any more crepes. I just want pancakes today. Who says that a package of potato chips, onion soup mix, and a carton of sour cream make a party? Where is it written that chips and dips are festive? 
So you've got people coming in tonight or tomorrow or over the weekend. Let's consider canapes and dazzle the gang. Sometime soon, your place will be echoing with the tinkle of ice cubes and the shh of something bubbly being opened and mixed. You don't want to assault your friends with a salted peanut or so. So here are a few howsabouts. How's about what the French call crudités, which means nothing more than raw vegetables in finger-sized bites to be dipped into something saucy, like a creamy French dressing, sour cream with a little crushed garlic, mayonnaise with horseradish, all very crisp and nifty. You feel adventurous? How about this? Soak soda crackers, saltines, in Coca-Cola for a minute. Put them on a cookie sheet and pop them into a medium oven for 15 minutes. Those saltines will puff up like little pillows, and I defy anyone to figure out how you did them. If you must have some chips to dip, well, try Melba toast or, or breadsticks or cold water biscuits or cherry tomatoes. Buy any kind of sandwich spread in your favorite pickup market and do something outrageous with it. Add Tabasco sauce or, or mustard, dry or prepared, or soy sauce or teriyaki. What have you been doing recently with all those bottles and jars in your spice cabinet? Let's give them air, hmm? This is The Shameless Chef. My name is Michael A. Davenport. Let's stamp out chips and dips, shall we? Salute. there about cooking that gives you status. I get this sort of thing all the time. This is Michael Davenport. He's a gourmet cook. And for some reason, the person I'm being introduced to is impressed. I don't know why. I'm nothing more nor less than the shameless chef. Cooking is something I do. I like to cook. I also like to eat, which is why I learned to cook in the first place and continue to do so. Big deal. And yet, somehow people are impressed because I cook. Uh, what if I were introduced as, uh, this is Michael Davenport. He drives to work. Uh, or how about this introduction? Uh, this is my friend Marilyn. She goes to welding school. Or uh, this is Joe. He collects first edition shopping bags. He takes baths. Occasionally. <laughs> well, if cooking has its cachet, then let's revel in it. If you're a down-home cook or a gourmet cook or a family cook, enjoy your fame and flaunt it. Your kitchen is your kingdom. Rule it with a little wit and imagination. Don't let the thrice-a-day rattle of the pots and kettles become drudgery. Uh, here, uh, dare to serve baked beans for breakfast. Oh, come on, you can handle a rioting family, can't you? If your family is strictly the meat-and-potatoes type, get a little sneaky. Perk up the mashed potatoes with a little nutmeg or a teaspoon of bourbon. Cook the basic meat with a careless dash of lemon juice. Put sliced cucumbers in the kids' lunchbox sandwiches. This, I can tell you, nothing is ever gained without risk. So if you want to earn fame as a cook or take the yawns out of daily meals, start being a little outrageous in the kitchen, like bourbon in the mashed potatoes. You'll be talked about behind your back, among other places. Cheers. Stay with us for more of The Shameless Chef after a short break. This episode is brought to you by Levo, the world's most intelligent at-home infuser. It's super easy to use to make infusions for cooking, candies, cosmetics, and herbal medicines. 
When the box showed up, I was excited to try it out as I've heard good things about the machine. It looks like a space-age coffee maker on the counter, and having it out makes me want to infuse everything. I've got plans for the hot peppers on my counter and the sage I picked from the garden before the first freeze last week, along with some other choice herbs and spices. I think everyone on my list is going to get infused oils this year. So far, I've used it for cannabis, basil, and orange peel-infused oils and butter. The machine even has dry and activate functions for the highest potency and stability in your infusions, and you can connect through Wi-Fi to track your progress and record your recipes and share with the Levo community. Learn more at LevoOil.com. That's L-E-V-O-O-I-L.com. We're back with The Shameless Chef. You're sitting having drinks. There's a strange odor in the air, and suddenly the host shrieks, I have the broccoli, and careens toward the kitchen. The smell is burning, and there's a way to avoid the tragedies of bad timing and overcooking. Cook with your nose. I just gave you a good example of cooking with your nose. Learn to recognize when something is burning and dinner is ruined. It's not very handy, that. But cooking by smell can be handy. Let me explain a mystery to you. No matter what timing the cookbooks give you, at the exact moment that something, anything, is done to the point of perfection, it lets out a blast of odor that can be detected not in the kitchen alone, but through several rooms. Cooking time is rarely so critical it has to be concluded on the split second, so the odor timing system works easily, giving you a moment or so to take the next cooking step. Now, mind you, cooking with your nose takes some practice. First, you have to have some kitchen experience to know what cooked things smell like. Secondly, you have to train your nose to be on the lookout, smell out, uh, for that just-cooked fragrance. It's not a subtle drift of odor. It's nearly a blast. Of course, the cook-by-smell method doesn't apply to things that are long-simmering like stews or chili or soup. But things in the oven do broadcast when they're done, so start there. The next time you bake a cake or bread, put your nose on red alert. That's a good way to learn the method. Continue to use the timer or your watch if you feel insecure, but in a little while you'll develop a very educated kitchen nose. Your guests and family will be surprised if you sniff the air, go to the kitchen with a very smug air, and take off the broccoli at just the right time. Try it. It works. My name is Michael A. Davenport. They call me the shameless chef. Oh, yes, when you've got a cold, forget it. There are some things in recipe books or served in restaurants that scare the baloney out of most people. And I say nonsense. One of the virtues of being the shameless chef, and I am, is to take on anything that I want to cook. Now, you may find it's not so scary after all. Like, for example, crepes. I'll bet you a chafing dish that sometime you've impressed your date by ordering crepes in a restaurant. Or been impressed when someone else looked up at the captain and said, And for dessert, we'll have the crepes. All that flaming and gesticulation, all that sense of important event, all that astronomical price, (laughs) all pretty impressive. But crepes are a snap. I have a friend who just recently made this discovery. He followed the simple directions, made a batch of crepes successfully on the very first try. Impressed himself and his very pretty roommate. Crepes are really one of the simplest things you can do in the kitchen. The big show with the flames and the chafing dish will take a great deal more time to learn to do. 
There are only a few things that go into basic crepes. Flour, sugar, salt, eggs, milk, and butter. If you want the exact recipe, drop me a line here at the station. Or consult almost any good cookbook. You mix the ingredients easily and swiftly. You pour the batter merrily. You cook the crepes quickly and voila, you've done it. Crepes will keep in the fridge and almost endlessly in a freezer. And think how your family and friends will react when you cheerily suggest, how about crepes for dessert? And just wait till they taste them. Now, don't confuse crepes with pancakes. They belong to the same family, but then so do muffins and waffles. Crepes stand alone. You're probably busy now or driving your car, so I won't try to tell you how to do crepes. But let me tell you, as above, they are a snap. Most things are, if you don't go into the kitchen fearfully. Do it shamelessly. I do. That's why they call me the shameless chef, otherwise known as Michael A. Davenport. Bon appetit. Please, subscribe to The Shameless Chef wherever you get your podcasts. The voice you heard throughout this episode was Michael Davenport, the host of The Shameless Chef, who unfortunately passed in 1985, but lived a truly vibrant life. The Shameless Chef is produced by Dylan Hoyer and me, Mike Schreiber, with podcast development and additional production by Kat Johnson. Our audio engineer is Matt Patterson. The original theme song for The Shameless Chef was composed by Chip Davis. Armin Spengen composed the theme music for this podcast. The Shameless Chef is powered by Simplecast. The Shameless Chef is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org and follow us at heritage underscore radio.